New Hope Outreach Ministries, making a difference by taking the gospel from word to action. And now, today's message. Again, happy Father's Day to everybody. And again, I appreciate y'all giving me a chance to do this again, because I love to do it. I'm starting with prayer. Hand the Father in heaven. Thank you, Father God, for this day. Father, I give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor belong to you. Father, I pray that you are increased and not decrease, Father God. I give this whole service and this word to you, Father God, and let you have your way and only your way, Father. And I give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor belong to you. Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, y'all. Base scripture today, y'all. We're going to start at Romans chapter 4. Verse 17 through 25. Romans chapter 4, verse 17 through 25. Everybody doing all right? Say amen when you got there. Romans chapter 4, 17 through 25. All right? We good? As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Now, before I go further, he's talking to Abraham. That's who he's talking to. Uh, for those who don't know, God had made Abraham a promise. And so that's what he's talking about, the promise that he had made to Abraham. Now, I have made thee father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and call us those things which be not as they were. Quickened the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be 19. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, not dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's room 20. Now get good. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Today, we're going to talk about being fully persuaded. I believe to be fully persuaded, you got to have strong faith. Not the faith of a mustard seed, but the Bible said that he had strong faith. Verse 20 said he staggered not at all the promise of God through or with unbelief. I believe in order to have strong faith, faith has to increase daily. The apostle in Luke chapter 17, verse 5, say, Lord, increase my faith so I can be fully persuaded. So being fully, uh, being fully persuaded on what, Theo? What are you talking about? What are we going to be fully persuaded on? The word. That's what we're being fully persuaded on. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says what? Just a few pages over. Being persuaded on the word. 1017 says, so faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, I know as far as me, how I started learning about Jesus, I ain't just pick up the Bible on my own and just start reading it. No, I heard that Jesus, he can do this. And I 
heard that Jesus, it can do that. And how I heard that was through a preacher. Amen. Romans chapter 10, verse 14 says what? How shall they call him who they have not believed? Uh, how shall they believe in him who of whom they have not heard? And how should they hear without a what? Without a preacher. So now I'm hearing the preacher preach. And see, little did I know that I'm hearing the preacher preach it, that word of God was a seed being planted in me. Amen. Now, we all know that in order to build a, a garden or something like that or a tree, whatever, you first have to plant a seed. And I come to find out that the seed was God's word. And that same seed that grows the faith, knowing his promises, knowing how he feel about me, knowing how he feel about you. And once this stuff is starting to grow in you, then you are starting to be fully persuaded. But in order to be fully persuaded, I need the first James chapter one, verse 22, 22 through 24. James chapter one, verse 22 through 24. We're talking about being fully persuaded. Y'all, excuse me. It's been a challenge this morning for me, but God is good. James chapter one, verse 22. Say amen when you got there. Yeah, I got to get there myself now. <laughs> All right, 22. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. You're deceiving your own self. But if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in the glass. You see, if I'm not doing what I'm reading or ignoring what God is showing me, then somewhere down the line, my faith will come weary. Because see, it took faith for me to become a child of God in the first place. So therefore, in order to grow and increase my faith, I need to take the measure of faith that he's already have given me. And I need to build on it and I need to build on it and I need to build on it. You say what? How you build on it? Well, you test God's word. I didn't say Tim. But test God's word. You say how you test God's word. Well, let's go to Malachi chapter three. Verse 10 through 11. So I can be fully persuaded. Why? I'm testing God's word. Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament. Test God's word. Chapter 3, verse 10 through 11 says what? We there? Bring your altars into the storehouse that they may be meat in my house. And prove me now wherewith, saith the Lord of hosts. If I would not open you the wonders of heaven and pour you out the blessings, that there, were, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Now this time, I'm not talking about tithing or none of that this time. I'm not talking about money. It was just one key word when I was reading that scripture by the grace of God there that got my attention. When God had said, prove me now. Herewith. Meaning right now, saith the Lord of hosts. Now, the word prove me, test me on this. In other words, as you act on God's word in due season, you see some things starting to happen for you. And then you start to experience, if you will, God's blessings. Psalms chapter 30, verse, verse, uh, verse 8, telling me to taste the seeds the Lord is good. And then, you know, now check this out. Let me, let me, let me, let me. When my wife in the kitchen. And she making something to eat. And it's about five minutes left. 
And she called me downstairs and say, Theo, come taste this. What she really saying is she want me to show she want to show me what she's working with. She want to show me how she get down. <laughs> and, see, and, that, and that's the same way with God. The Bible say taste and see him I'm good so I can show you what I'm working with. Amen. So I can be fully persuaded. Amen. The Bible say, man, uh, test my word. Test it. Now, in this thing called life, we all know that you're going to have joy and pain, sunshine and rain. We all know this. Anybody here know how to play spades? Anybody know how to play spades? Now, we do know in this thing called life is like a game of spades to me. For anybody who know how to play spades, we all know that, you know, you have a partner. One across the table, then you got the two who you're going against. Now, in this thing called life, it reminds me of spades. Now, when I wake up in the morning every day, I might not get a handful of spades. But I still got to play the hand. Why? Because I have a partner. And that's just like with God. When I wake up in the morning, sometimes I know that everything, I might not get a hand of spades, meaning that everything's supposed to go hunky-dory. But I'm going to still play the hand. Why? Because I have a partner. And I couldn't find out that partner is the Holy Ghost. Amen. Knows all things. Cut through them. All trumped uh, cards. <laughs> so I'm going to still play the hand this morning. You know, I woke up this morning, you know what I mean? The devil tried to hit me. No, I, I was supposed to be doing this. And what do you want to do? Hit me with all this and that. But I still have to play the hand. Why? Because I got a partner right across me. So I can be fully persuaded. Amen. Amen. <laughs> James chapter one, verse two and three says, count it all joy. Count it all joy. Why is that? Because when we going through these things, the Bible, Jesus is teaching us to be steadfast. But we can increase our faith when we learn to trust, depend on God more and more and more, regardless of the situation. Because I don't know about y'all, but I can only speak for me. It's been some times where, hey, it depends on what the situation is. I might bust in them doors and say, excuse me, pastor, but I need to see Jesus. Because sometimes I can go through stuff. I don't need to see no middleman. I need to see the man. So I can be fully persuaded. Huh? Increase our faith. Now. Situations that. Situations that. That, that we sometimes go through. Sometimes is not a. Are always a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we'll go through situations. I've learned that a lot of stuff that we'll go through. It's not that we're just. We're just going through them just because the devil's picking or something like that. No, I've learned that sometimes you'll go through stuff because you finna pull somebody else out. But how can you pull them out if you don't know? And help that person be fully persuaded. Because when you know that, you know that, you know that God has pulled you out through some things. Psalms chapter one, verse three said you shall be planted like a tree by the rivers of water. The Bible say count it all joy. Count it all joy. Romans chapter 8, verse 28, say all things, but not some things, not big, not little. 
but all things work together. But in order for me to believe these things, my faith has to increase daily so that little faith, it can turn into strong faith. Then after that, I'm fully persuaded. Now, here's a few examples of some people that was fully persuaded. I mean, faith that moves mountains, meaning mountains mean situations immediately. Let's go to Daniel chapter three, verse one and two. Talking about fully persuaded. We there? Now, Nebuchadnezzar, the king made an image of gold whose height was three scores cubits and the breadth thereof six cubits. And he set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Yeah, okay, now jump down to six. Jump to six. Same chapter. Jump to six. And whoso falleth not down and worship shall the same hour be cast in the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Now jump to 12. Now remember, catch that. Now whoever didn't, didn't bow down to that right then and there, it's nothing to think about. They will be called, thrown in this fire. Okay, jump down to 12. Now you can read it on your own time. There are certain there, there are certain Jew, Jews whom that has set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not the gods, nor worship the golden image which they have set up. Now jump to 16 and 17. Same chapter. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, who are not careful to answer thee in this manner. 17. If it be so, our God whom, whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hands, O king. Now, I want you to think about something. A fire. Somebody finna throw you in a fire, right? And you still don't buckle. That is serious faith. A strong faith. Didn't think about it. Didn't compromise. Made it understood. Even if he didn't pull me out, I know that he was more than able. And I still won't serve no other God. Now that's being fully persuaded. The Bible said they turned it up seven times more hotter. King, Nebuch King Nebuchadnezzar just knew that he got the job done. Nobody embarrassed me. Turn it up seven times more hotter, y'all. Daniel chapter 3, verse 21 says what? Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Mm -hmm. Now check this out. 22. Therefore, because the king commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The fire was so hot, y'all, 
that the people who they was throwing, the soldiers that was throwing Meshach and Amir, they got burnt up. It was that hot. Yeah. The Bible says he turned it up seven times more hotter. Mm -hmm. Now, serious faith. Now, here we So after they did that new hope, everybody was sitting around, kicking it, having a good time, eating and drinking. Then the king said, didn't we just throw in three? The counselor said, yeah. Yes, we did. What you tripping on? They got to be dead. Burnt like bacon. Problem solved. No more problem out of these three old kings. Well, let's just go to Daniel chapter 3, verse 25. Same chapter. What did he say? He answered and said, hello. I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. <laughs> Being fully persuaded. That's fully persuaded, New Hope. Finna throw you in the fire where it burns up everything around it, and you still don't give in. That's fully persuaded. Huh? Mm, 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 mm. Where I'm at, y'all? I'm just now getting into it, y'all. You know now, Daniel chapter 26, verse 29, and through 29, let's go to 26. He said, Nebuchadnezzar came, to, came near the mouth of the burning, fiery furnace and spoke and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth. Come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire, and the princes, the governors, the captains, and the kings, counselors, being gathered together, saw these men upon whose body, whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was the hell they had singed, neither were the coats uh, changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. That's serious faith. That's strong faith. And not the faith of a mustard seed either. Because I don't know about y'all. I'd rather be behind on my rent than be thrown in a fire. I'd rather be behind on a light bill than be thrown in a fire. But these are the same stuff now, New Hope, that we complain and think that God can't do nothing about. And we fold. Once again, I'd rather be my rent and all of that be behind than be thrown in the fire. So that lets me know that's chump change. All of the stuff that we go, uh, we, that we be facing, that's chump change to God. If we fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. Amen. Mm. 29. Let's go to, uh, uh, yeah, 29. Therefore, I make a decree that every people, nation, and language would speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They shall be cut in pieces. Their houses shall be made a dug hill, dunghill. And, and check this out. Because there is no other God 
that can deliver after this sort. No other God. Fully persuaded. <laughs> now, how did this happen for these three men? I'm going to tell you. They had the word. They heed to the word. They test the word. And, not, and once again, not the faith and had strong faith. That's what moved God. Because see, Nebuchadnezzar was the king of all people, all nations, language. Well, the king had a dream, New Hope, about a tree. And this dream bothered him. We still talking about Nebuchadnezzar. Well, Daniel chapter 4, verse 7 tells me that he brought in all kind of magicians and astrologers and soothsayers and all that good stuff. But none of them could get the job done about this dream that was bothering the king. Mm. So last but not least, King Nebuchadnezzar, the same person, he called in a young man by the name of Daniel. Now, Daniel was a noble Jew in the days of Babylon. David, Daniel had to give up interpretation. Daniel and, Neb and Nebuchadnezzar, they was friends. But then you had another king by the name of Darius or Darius the Mede. Now, he loved Daniel also. He promoted Daniel, wanted to make Daniel leader of all nations. But the thing about it, Darius had jealous wise men around him. Amen. They was jealous of Daniel because Daniel was blessed with gold, the finer clothing, the whole nine yards. But also the key thing that was New Hope, that Daniel was a praying man. He stayed in tune with God. Daniel chapter uh, six tells me that he need on his he, he need he need on his knees three times a day, giving God thanks. Huh? Daniel chapter six verse five says what? Daniel chapter six verse five. Check this out. Then said these men. We shall, now, now remember now, Darius had these jealous men around him. Now keep that in mind. Now five, this is what I'm talking about. Then said these men, we shall not find any accusations against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the laws of God. See, now they finna come up with some, they finna come up with some little slick plan now. Stay with me, y'all. Stay with me. Daniel chapter six, go to seven, six and seven. All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors, and the princes, the counselors, and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for 30 days, save O the king, O king, he shall be cast into a den of lions. Mm. Now, jump to nine. Wherefore, King Darius signed the writing and decreed it. Okay. Now, the king don't know that all this love that he's getting and all these new laws is out of jealousy. Verse 10 tells me that Daniel knew not, that Daniel didn't even know that these, lines was, these laws were signed. He didn't. Now, what it say right there, uh, uh, verse 10, now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house 
and his windows being open in the chamber toward Jerusalem. And he kneeled upon his knees three times a day. Okay, we have established that. But Daniel didn't know that all of this stuff was being signed. Now, now go to, uh, go to uh, verse 12. And they came near and, spake, uh, and spoke before the king concerning the king's decree, what he had signed. Now, remember, now whoever's not worshiping all this stuff, they will be uh, put in a uh, den of lines. Has thou not signed a decree that every man that shall ask a petition of any God or man within 30 days, save although king, shall be cast into the den of lions? He asked him the question. The king answered and said, the things are true according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which are to not. Meaning he can't go back on them because he ain't already signed the law. Correct. Now, now let's jump down. Let's, let's go to 13. He answered and said before the king that Daniel, which is the children of the uh, cap, cap, uh, captivity of Judah, regarded not thee, O king, nor the decree that has signed but make his petition three times a day. Now, Daniel is not doing this stuff. 14, then the king, when he heard these things, was sore, displeased with himself, and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored until, until the going down of the sun to deliver him. No, 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 Daniel, I mean, the king, Daniel, what the king uh, uh, had signed. Because see, remember now, he had law for Daniel. So what he was going to do is, uh, David, Daniel, you just work. You remember the Bible said, I'm going to have him labor. But that ain't what he signed. Go to 15. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto king, No, O king, that the law of the Medes and the Persians is that no decree or no statute which the king established may be changed. Mm. Let's jump to 18. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of the music brought before him, and he sleep went from him. Now, before I know, I'm going to too far. Now, they had, to remind, uh, they had to remind the king that, listen, man, that Daniel is doing what he, he's not doing what you asked to do. So they had to remind him that, listen, you signed this. We know that's your partner, but no, he has to go in the lines then with everybody else because that's what you signed. He knew he was feeling bad about that, but he had to do what he had signed. And 18 said, what 18 said? Then the king went to his palace, passed the night fasting, neither were instruments of music brought before him, and, he was, and sleep went from him, meaning he was tossing and turning. Didn't even want to be entertained with music. Spirit was just trouble. Then the Bible said he got up early in the morning. Not just early, but very early. Then King Darius went to the den and couldn't believe his eyes. The Bible said that he cried out with a loud voice. Daniel, oh Daniel, servant of the true living God, who continually able to deliver. Daniel chapter 6 verse 22 said, my God has sent his angels to shut the mouths of lions. And let me ask you something, Hope. We're talking about being fully persuaded. 
That's being fully persuaded. If you in where lions at, and you still ain't serving no other God, do what you want to do with me. But I'm still not going to serve no other God. That is fully persuaded. And when you fully persuaded like that, that moves God. Now I'm going to ask y'all again. Would you rather have your light bill turned off or be in there with a bunch of lions? The same stuff that we complain about not being fully persuaded. And that's chump chains again to God. Shut them lines mouth. Sitting there chilling with them. Having a good time. Fully persuaded. That's how I got to be. That's how I will be. Fully persuaded. 23 says, same chapter, chapter 6, verse 23. Then the king exceedingly glad for him. And commanded that they should take Daniel up out the den. So Daniel was taken up out the den, and no matter of hurt was found upon him. Why? Because he believed his God. Mm. In order to in order to believe God can shut mouths of a lion, you have to be fully persuaded. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 say to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask. I know one thing that's exceedingly abundant all that I can ask for because I don't know about you. You throw me in the fire or you throw me in the light. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I'm going to react to that. But I do know that I need to, for God to move I need to be fully persuaded. Amen. Again, y'all, y'all had to, uh, I was pressing on this morning, y'all, you know what I mean? So y'all have to, you know what I mean, uh, work with me, but God is good. God is good. Being fully persuaded, y'all, and believe it or not, that's it. <laughs> that's all I have, y'all, being fully persuaded. <laughs> it's supposed to be better than this, y'all. Y'all give me another chance. <laughs> give me another chance, y'all. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.